This is Boat Crew RPG with Journalism Troubles. Welcome, oh, listeners. Welcome back to the second uh, second episode of Kaiju Girls. Last time we created five wonderful girls um, who wear school uniforms with unique socks who all are scared of something, who all have drama coming up, some of which desperately want to kiss, some of which have rivals, and some of which have a very boring English teacher that just is a nightmare. Um, crushes are had, uh, panic is sown, mostly by a text message that comes from Rico, as Rico finds out that there is a journalist of an unnamed and unknown newspaper that is collecting all the names and all the identities of the kaiju on this high school, of which, according to the journalist, there are five. Four are known to each other. One is only known by one other. Um, so let's get back into it. We were having a lot of text messages going back and forth. Um, Hibiki, you got a text message saying, thanks, I really hope the world sees you too, or the world knows you too. And so, and so, if you listen to the last part again, it be, it be he, like you'll see that, and you know, make a mid run. She's running the school, but she sees that, and so she just she basically just trips, and then she almost hits the ground, but then like she catches herself and just like looks at her phone in, in sheer incomprehension, and then she's just like, what? <laughs> To just expect what? I think by that point, Gim has put her phone down again. She's just so happy and inspired that she's finishing up the sandwiches, putting them in an, in a cute little tote bag that she slings over her shoulder. She just slides her phone in her back pocket and then just starts kind of walking to school. She's always late, so expect her to be half hour late. Oh boy, are you just happy to hear? that I selected your first topic of today to be English. Oh, God, that's the worst thing you could have said. She's been practicing all night her English vocab, but she has a thick accent that makes it difficult. So probably on her walk to school, she's reading common words like virus. I mean, like, virut, virut, salat, salat, trying to get the accent in the right place. But English doesn't use accents like they do in Vietnamese. So it's all over the place. And of course, when she gets there, finds out the first thing she's got to deal with is English. Her positive vibes from Hibiki are just immediately melting around her as she feels the the dread of having to deal with English today. Well, it's 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 even worse. Not only do you have to deal with English today as your first subject, you are also half an hour late to English which does make things worse. Um, so everybody is already in the classroom. I'm just going to lump you all together in the same group. Um, even, even Gim. Uh, no, wait. Uh, I forgot. Who wants to, who is, who is having so much? Tr- it was Rico who had so much trouble with math that they cannot continue. Right. Yes. Um, well, with the math teacher. Uh, not so much math itself. So Rico, you are also in this class, even though you're technically could have been in college already. So you're in this classroom now. 
in which you know that there is at least a couple people going to be very distracted with potential news that's not on the news yet. And one person is getting in very late. So he's just explaining that certain verbs are used in a certain way. And then they are like the different versions and the different uh the different cases and he's going through that one list that long i don't know if english people know this actually but people that need to to learn english got a long list of verbs that didn't adhere to all the rules or to any of the rules a couple fun ones you immediately find out is drink drank drunk because it's very easy to remember cut 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 also very easy Others are not that easy. And he's trying to give some form of explanation to all the things that can actually not be explained because they are exceptions to the rules. But he's trying his damnedest when he's interrupted by Gib entering the room. Or actually, Gib, what do you do? You are standing in front of the classroom door. Well... I don't, I don't think I even remembered I had English. So the fact that I'm standing in front of the door and I'm late, the class is already starting and it's on the part of the book that I did not study. I was studying on the I's before E's, except after C's. And now they're talking about though, through, thorough, tough. And I have no idea what idea that is. So I'm going to try to sneak in by opening the door as little as I can to squeeze in with my thin frame and see if I can just, you know, I'm short and I'm skinny and I'm quiet, but I do kind of shuffle my feet when I walk. I'm trying to be as quiet as I can to see if I can just sneak in and sit in the back of the class so nobody notices me. Okay. That does sound like a challenge to me. Uh, Can you, uh, can you roll a D6 for me to see if you actually manage? You can, of course, as a reminder, look through your talents, specifically your human talents, because your kaiju talents are very much hidden away at the moment, uh, to see if you can add an extra D6. And you're always allowed to add more D6s for stress. Okay, how about this? My favorite subject at school is gym class. And my hobby is, you know, kind of dancing. So I would imagine I'm, I'm pretty dexterous with my body based on those two. Sure, but then I do need you to describe how you are staying out of sight from this teacher as you open the door, if you succeed. Okay, so I would imagine that in the most dignified way possible, of course, I am opening the door a crack, sliding in, and then flattening myself down on the floor and basically crawling down the row that's closest to the door so that even though I'm already short, I'm just crawling on the floor to try to get to the the emptiest seat that I can find closest to the back. That would be her way of doing it. Okay. Roll me, I think it then 2d6. And let me know if you have higher than a five or five or six. Nope. I got a one and I got a five. So you did roll a five or higher on one. Just a one. Yes. Well, it's, I did check. I did roll to determine how distracted uh the english teacher is who i'm just going to call johnny um he likes to be like called out by his first name because he wants to be one with the students um 
so Johnny is very much distracted because he is trying to make sense of something that doesn't really make sense. And he's figuring out that it doesn't make sense as he is telling it to a classroom full with teenagers. Um, this is the best way to figure out that your, that your language makes no sense. Um, so you actually managed to find an empty chair in the back. Um, it just happens to be next to Kathy, uh, who also is all the way in the back being like one of the cool kids there. Okay, so I, I crawl on and I kind of slither into my seat and I see Kathy, who's, you know, to me at least just gorgeous and all the things that I wish I could be, you know, maybe if I looked like that, you know, and not like this wiry, thin, short girl, Jimin would notice me. So just very quietly, she sets her bag down and opens her book, pretending like she's always been there. And she kind of waves at Kathy and leans in like, hey, Kathy, what I miss, huh? Oh, it's it's really nothing. I, And then Kathy just kind of stops herself. She already speaks English as a first language. She's not sure why she was placed in this class, but just uh, didn't have like the courage to speak up about it, I guess. So she's just kind of been floating by in this English class. Uh, a language that she already speaks pretty comfortably um, doesn't want to. And so like once she realizes that like this isn't easy for everybody, she just kind of stops and she's like, Hey, uh, are you okay? Do you need a pencil or something? Oh, pencil. Oh, oh. she kind of like reaches into her bag and she pulls out a, a pencil case, which has like anime characters on it. She opens it up thinking that you meant that you need a pencil. And she goes, Hey, la, you take, you take, how many you need? And she kind of pulls out her sandwich that she had cut in half. You know, of, of course, Tibiki's is separate, but she kind of had, hands her the pencil case and then hands her half a sandwich. Like, you eat up, okay? This stuff hard. And then, like, I can imagine we're, we're both, like, I'm, I'm just kind of like, oh, like, no, no, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. And, like, we're, we're both kind of just, like, making a little bit of a distraction at this point. And, like, I turn around and I see that maybe like some people, some eyes are on us and maybe like if the teachers stop talking or something and I, I just take them and I, I put them on the side of my desk and I just, uh, I give Gim just like a, a nice smile and I just like pat her on the shoulder and just like, uh, uh, okay, I'll, I'll talk to you after class. Okay, Kathy, good luck, good luck. Kathy. Kathy gives her a thumbs up. You are 100% the favorite pupil of this teacher, even though you are all the way in the back. Um, so when the entire classroom, you can hear when a classroom is no longer paying attention to the teacher because weirdly enough, they become a different kind of silent. So when he notices that as he has turned to the blackboard, trying to make sense of his own notes, he looks around, sees you talking to Gim, and like, oh, Kathy. He only speaks English because he tries to also make a statement. Um, wonderful. Please keep tutoring Gim. She could use it. I know it's not professional of me to say, Gim, I'm sorry. Not your fault. Kathy can help. Kathy's like looking to Gim, uh, you know, feeling that the teacher was like pretty harsh. She's just kind of like looking to Gim, seeing how she's going to like react to to this, to this like a uh, request. And um, 
she's just kind of like nodding along and she's just like, oh, like, uh, of course, of course. Uh, but she's kind of just like worried about uh, Gim's feelings and she's just kind of like looking at her like concerned, you know. This is the best case scenario for Gim because somebody who speaks English and is basically the star pupil of the class just got to be, you know, her tutor, her mentor. So Gim just nods at the teacher, like very excitedly, like, okay, Mr. Johnny, okay, Kathy, she teach me. She very good, very good. Yeah, thank you. And gives him like the, the double thumbs up. And then as soon as, you know, the teacher's not looking, she rolls her eyes at him. And she kind of like smiles at Kathy, like thinking the teacher's such a loser. Yeah, he really is. Like I, I give, I give, uh, I give uh, Gim a look, just like that guy, right? And then we both kind of just go back to our our yeah, faces down. Yeah, kind of They, they kind of giggle a little, and then they just kind of put their heads down again. Yeah. So I think the class passes without anything that really stands out, uh, unless people specifically want to do something um but in the in part of the day afterwards time has been scheduled for all of you to work on um the what's it called again uh the culture festival um so you probably have a couple booths i mean the e the e-girls definitely have one of the like a whole corner is dedicated to their specific subculture and all the influences and everything that came from emo and that then went into e-girl, but why that it's cool. And like, there is a whole timeline, very dedicated to their craft here because they can finally put whatever they wanted to do in digital art in real life. Um, So that's a whole corner. If you want to join the e-girl club, you're free to do so. Um, Rico, you are a little bit distressed because as you walk up to your booth in which you have you had carefully selected a couple of very specific flowers from whatever culture you were representing to grow there, you notice that all the flowers have been cut off and there's not that much new bloom in here and the exhibit is by the end of the week. It's Wednesday. What do you do? Uh, I'm yet again devastated. This is really not the best day uh, for me. About the only thing that uh, could happen now that would fully ruin my day would be math class. Um, but this clearly looks like the word of um, that guy whose name I don't remember because I hate him so much, who always steals my flowers and tries to impress all the girls around him. And I'm sure he's not very far and probably is trying to either get close to me or to one of the other girls uh, right this minute. Yes, Hinata. Oh, so he's hanging I, around the e-girl booth. That figures. So I give them like a uh, a mean look. It, it probably hits the wrong person, but clearly I mean uh, I'm angry at Hinata, but also I'm angry at like the e-girls by extension because not only are they so... Um, aggressively loud and attention-seeking in this culture festival, but also like my booth is like ruined and I won't be able to fix it. Would somebody be helping you with your booth? And what culture is your booth actually representing? Uh, 
good question. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's also very vague because it's one of those school project things in which school tries to involve as many of their students as possible. So they keep the topic very vague. Hence why subcultures are also allowed to be in this thing. So it's definitely my kind of passion project. But anyone who's like into arts and crafts could probably uh, apply themselves into this kind of thing as well. So I'm not sure who of the player group that might be. I mean, I'm into photography. I Maybe Kathy wants to photograph this thing when it's all done. Yeah, maybe um, we can do like a photo booth thing. You get like a flower crown and you uh, sit on like, uh, I don't know, one of these um, swing sets that we have mounted kind of like stationary in into the wall and behind you are all the flowers arranged. Yeah. yeah. That sounds great, except now there's just green stalks. Sad green stalks. So I'm looking at Katie, who is probably there with me now, and I'm like almost crying because we've put so much work into it and like it's it's clearly ruined. Like where am I get gonna get new flowers? Um that's like the one thing that I can that I really can't replace, like a broken pot, whatever. But um I'm like devastated and katie i don't know what we can do now yeah kathy is just like holding her camera she keeps going to speak but she doesn't even have the words that could like really console rico she saw how hard she worked on this whole thing you know kathy was just hoping to get a couple good pictures out of it but you know this was this meant so much to rico so she's just kind of like shaking her head like patting her on the back just like we'll figure something out it'll it'll be all right I bet it was that Hinata guy. Can I see him right now with like flowers in his hand? Not particularly, but you do notice that there is a couple girls in the e-girl booth that have flowers in their hair that look very, very familiar. So uh, I'm like beyond um, being like calm about it. So I like I'm like pointing at them very obviously <laughs> and talking to uh, Katie. Look. Uh, They've got the flowers in their hair now. Like they, they just willingly accepted uh, that Hinata went over here and destroyed our whole uh, booth. And now it's just part of their, I don't know, costume. So Honaka, what are you, where are you working on in this, in this festival thing in these couple hours? Um, well, she has a, she has a um, talent for literature. I think that maybe she's involved with like putting together like the brochure, um, explaining what all the exhibits are, um, the, and you know going around and collecting all the information from all the the booth people to make sure that they got what they wanted to say in their little like couple two sentence um, blurb that they get next to their booth's picture. Sort of like day of, you have your your booth picture, your little blurb, and you could it's like a little map of the gym or whatever where this is set up. So I think she's going around like, um, like trying to keep Hibiki in, uh, within her sight um, and basically using Hibiki's route as determining where she's stopping next. But um, yeah, maybe she's um, at one of the booths asking about it, but you know, her attention is probably elsewhere. That makes sense. Hibiki, where are you? Uh, um, 
Hmm. Where is Biggie in all this? I think that, you know, I think that she might be, certainly how she, like, you know, she got the very confusing message from Kim, and she was sitting there not, and not being able to do, like, go talk to her. She's very, she's a bit stressed right now, and says she needs to find a nice little corner where she can just sew and just take her mind off stuff. So she's like, okay, just that's how she calms down. And she's like making like a, like flowers in the replicas of like with the flowers she saw from uh, Rico's exhibit. I think your booth was situated like across from Rico's is just for, uh, for now. Um, and you look up to find a reference of a flower that you had in mind. It was one specifically a little bit more pink than the others. And you see, you notice for the first time in like, you must have been so in your head that you hadn't noticed before. But you notice that all the flowers are just gone. Your entire reference piece is gone. Um, Hanukkah, that is also the moment where you walk by, you're checking with everyone again and again and again. And like the, the little blurb says something about being in a flowery paradise, feeling like your fairy self, all that kind of stuff. And that is just not the vibe you're getting from this entire exhibit at all. Okay. Um, so I think since uh, Rico's booth is next to Hibiki's, maybe I'm standing like on the edge of Hibiki's booth talking to, like coming up to Rico and and I say maybe, oh, Rico. Um, I got your description. Uh, when were you planning on bringing all the flowers in and looking around and not noticing all the e-girls with the flowers? Because like, although I'm talking to Rico, not looking at her. Before we, we, we get into all of this, Gim, where are you? Good question. I think Gim would be trying to contribute with food because what teenager doesn't love food? But as far as the theme, though... Hmm. That's a little tougher because it seems like we've got, you know, flowers, we've got photography, we've got all sorts of artistic things. Maybe she could be assisting uh, Rico and Kathy by making really hyper-realistic cakes in the shapes of flowers and plants and things like that to try to make up for the fact that some flowers seem to have gone missing. Yeah, you've like I what I can imagine is just you having you have been working on making cupcakes that would just fill a corner of the exhibit with fake flowers because they are just a piping on top of cupcakes. Yeah, like nice flowers, cute little succulent type things. Yeah. So you walk up with whatever the latest like the latest update of the creation is to get even closer to uh to the flowers and um your flowers are the only one there so now everyone is nicely collected in front of rico's very sad stand what day were you planning on setting up rico you know this is only a few days away no god now's not the time and uh kathy will kind of give like the 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 settle down hand motion a little bit and just kind of look over to rico who's probably fuming and then I'm gonna look around and see if I see if I spot this Hinata guy, because I might want to give him a piece of my mind. 
kind of like angrily shove Honoka into the swing set? I mean, let's do. Yeah, I don't like. I don't see why you couldn't do that. Um, except that Honoka is very, very muscular, and therefore a little on the heavy side. Oh, she's oh. she's light. Uh one hundred percent. Maybe it's even funnier if I like try to shuffle and I fall over into the swing set. You know, we're just going to make that a, a, a tiny challenge. I'm like not even looking at Rico, even though I'm talking to her. I and... mean, a challenge can still be a challenge if it only needs one success. Okay, walk me through the challenge. Okay. Uh, what do I do? So, um, you look through your talents, and I already did that. I don't think you're going to. Ooh, sorry. Um, you're going to look through your talents and see if there is anything that would be relevant to this, but I don't think so. No, I me mean neither. No. Um, so then normally you would only roll 1d6. We can say that you are a little bit stressed out, so that you get an extra d6. Um, that is up to you. I mean, my day has been shit, so I'm super stressed out about like the whole kaiju thing and uh now this um booth is ruined and like i don't have time for any of this oh that definitely sounds like you are stressed so mm-hmm. how many stress dice do you want to add i mean i mean one but <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair okay let's start out with one then uh then you roll me 2d6 and you tell me if there if you roll a number five or six or if you roll a one on your stress die. Okay, so uh, I'm rolling in our uh, dice spot thing, and the stress die will always be uh, the second one. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the, the stress dies in the digital version, I always say, okay, that's the last amount, like, the last numbers, basically. So if you two stress dies, it's the last two numbers. Right, so I rolled two threes, so I think you- that means, like, nothing. So yeah, so basically what you, what happens is what you tried to describe was you try to push Hanaka, uh, but you fail. On top of that, you now have no way, like this was the perfect way to get rid of a little bit of your stress, but there is still no outward force. So you get to add one more stress die to your next roll. Um, Hanaka, somebody's trying to push you into a swing. I think it'd be funny if I failed to notice it and just like because I'm not looking where I step out of the way and like maybe like don't even see Rico because like I'm looking around, pay mostly attention to Hibiki. Then Kathy pats me on the back saying, Hey, no, don't bring it up now. I turn, huh? Rico yeah. goes past and then I'm looking around and finally noticing all these e girls wearing flowers. Oh, I'm sorry. I turn back to Rico, but she's not there anymore. Rico is now uh, hunched over the swing set herself. Um, she tried to push you because this is what my brain did. If the, you are okay with this, Tillman. And then just tripped and then is now just hanging sadly over the swing. It just gets worse and worse. Um, Kathy, you tried to see if Hinata was there. Um, let's roll for it. Hinata is trying. He's He's a little bit like a snake. So he is everywhere and he tries to be nowhere i want to kiss him so bad but i'm so pissed at him for doing this but also it would be so embarrassing 
like if you were to kiss him, it would be so embarrassing, but at least yeah. you have seen, yeah. The kiss has to be perfect. The point is, what if the moment is perfect with him? Yeah, it's yeah, she's probably like if she sees him, she's probably like on her way up there to just like really just like let loose on him. But then as she's like taking steps closer, she's like, he's kind of cute though. Like, what if you know what I mean? And like she starts like playing out all these kind of like situations in her head. And by the time she gets up there, she's like not really that mad anymore, or like not like as rage filled anymore. But she like remembers there's like something she came up here to like talk to this guy about. So she's just gonna, yeah, she's she's just kind of like standing in front of Hinata, just like w- being weird. Uh, hi. It was Kathy, right? It kind of like turns off the moment her name is like basically forgotten. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's Kathy. And I'm and I'm mad, okay? You you messed with my friend's flowers and you you ruined my shot and you ruined the fair. And she's like getting kind of pissed. And like you see, like her face is like getting all all red and stuff. And she's like, uh, it's not like she's not keeping it cool anymore. It like, it's, it's embarrassing almost like how mad she's getting, like her face is red. She's just shouting. Like she doesn't know how to like channel it into like a, a better way. It's just, she's just like, I'm I'm mad. Yeah. About that. That was me. I didn't touch those flowers. You have no proof that I ever did. There is no camera system here. You have no proof. No proof means I didn't do it. It's oh. nice that you're mad. That sounds like a whole lot and not my problem. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. And she, she turns around and starts to walk back. I think like everybody else can see this interaction, hear what Hinata says. Then Kathy just walks away from him. And he's like taking a, doing a double take because it's never like... This was a weird interaction. It didn't quite go the way that he wanted. But all of a sudden, she was so obedient. That was something that is weird and interesting. Um, so, yeah, that is now happening. <laughs> what does what do the rest of you do in this moment? Okay, I think Hibiki has been like, you know, you know, she she tried to calm herself down with the sewing, but then she's like, "See, my reference is gone." There's just, so she's like, it "Was it this color?" Like she's like trying to pull in a different if it bits of like cloth, and you're like, "What is this color? That color that has to, that has to be just ah." No, she no, then her mood is a bit soured even further because she's just like, "I don't even know what's going on anymore." Then she sees Kathy interact with Inata and just was just like. Oh, I can always do that. Okay, time to go get some money. So did Rico overhear that conversation between Kathy and Hinata? Yeah, you 100% did. Yeah, so Rico's devastated because clearly he's got like a perfect alibi. Like she knows it must be him or uh, it couldn't be anyone else really. But I mean, uh, clearly uh, we have no proof in our hands. So he's a free man. That's where Hibiki comes in. She operates on a whole different system. Uh, Honoka's eyes just kind of turn into little hearts as she's watching, like Hibiki get all like steamed up over this. So yeah, Hibiki just you know just 
all right, time to go, time to go, time to go to work. And then she just like, you know, walks up to Inasa, just, and she just puts the hand out. Ah, uh, if it isn't the least desirable person of this whole school. Hi, Hibiki. Uh, and then she just, again, she, without saying anything, she just makes like the, uh, the gesture with the hand. Yeah. Um, don't know if you've noticed, but I kind of made friends here. Uh, and you look behind him and there is at least a couple girls with the flowers in their hair looking in his direction. Like, do you remember Gary from Pokemon who just always had a weird squad of women around him? <laughs> that vibe. He himself is a wimp. But now he has pimped himself up. At he's least for his, 10 minutes. He's got, his, he's got his hype women behind him. He has his hype squad. He bought his hype squad with flowers. And of course, you know, Beaky, like, you know, sees that, they're, that the flowers are very similar to the stuff she's been using as references. So he's like, ah, now I gotta beat you for personal reasons. Um, personal reasons? I'm sorry, you are not part of that stand, I believe. Oh, don't worry about it. Then she, like, just takes him by the collar and just, like, sort of helps, like, lift him up slightly. Just Yeah, the girls are not interfering with you lifting him up. Per se, I, they do take a step forward, though. Can I grab uh, Kathy's arm and say, watch this. She's going to be so amazing. Kathy just, like, uh, wipes a tear from her eye and just, like, looks up at uh, at what's about to happen. And so Hibiki will look at that. Oh, sorry. Okay. So Hibiki will, you know, she's got him by, by the collar and she's just, like, you took you took stuff. I was using that stuff for reference. You inconvenienced me. Now I have to inconvenience you. I didn't take anything. I didn't take anything. It's not our record. You cannot hold this against me. You have no proof, no way of telling. And then he's, you talk about the reference, and he just said, "Can you put me down? I can give you the reference back." I'm sorry. I think that flower has already been plucked. Honika's uh, grip on Kathy ar- Kathy's arm tightens in anticipation. Kathy, you can feel the blood vessels like not fully fu- being functional in your arm anymore. I look over to Honika for a second. Like, is this girl okay? And then I kind of just like, uh, but I do feel glad to have somebody, you know, by my side during this. So. Yeah, I kind of just like give her a look and, you know, I, I let her just squeeze my arm and I'm just like kind of just watching, wincing a little bit, um, but also getting ready if I need to run up and fight some of these e-girls if they try to get in the way. Because it's starting to like get past the point of like personal fear now. I, m- I might need to I might need to do something stressful. OK, so I th- I'm thinking that since I'm trying to think of what what kind of plant based uh, pain she can inflict upon him. So I, I'm trying to think if maybe she could like f- find a bush to to like drag him through or toss him into or something. I don't. I don't really think so. I think the main plant exhibit on this fair was Rico's, um, or still is Rico's because the greens still are plant. Um, 
however, all of these, like all of these stands just are on table. There's tables around. There is like the stage. There is uh, structural uh, stuff all around. So I think there's a bunch of shit to throw him into. Okay, so I think she's going to have to, you know, t- toss him t- into the uh, eager lakes pits. Just because she's like, well, you, you, I see you've made allegiances, so you, you get to share the pain. And just whoop. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. You are going to roll at least 2d6 because your bullying definitely, definitely is part of this. Um, do you want to add more stress? <sighs> no, I don't think. I think this is her trying to relieve the stress. So I, I don't think the stress dice would be needed here. I think it, I think I'll, be, I'll say the stress for when I'm trying to trying to get the ex, trying to talk to Gene later. Just trying to sure. understand what the hell this X meant. Yeah, because you like walked straight past past them or past her. To get here. So that is something that we will handle quite soon. Um, here's what I'm going to do. If you roll um, if you roll a success, you get to determine his reaction to his injury. Ooh, okay. And then I will roll if he is scared and then becomes dangered, etc. etc. Alright. Rolling a three and a five. That is a success because that five is a success. However, I set the challenge to two. So he's not fully taken out just yet. He's still standing. So what do you try to do, which doesn't like, how does it continue onwards? What did you do? You tossed him into. I guess I, I tossed him in the direction of like the eagle stand. And rather than crashing into it, he sort of, it's, they, I almost feel like the girls catch him slightly, and like they help him, like like they're they're all like the whole group is shoved backwards, but they're still upright. Yeah. So what I what I think happens is yeah, you push him into all of these e girls. These e girls did catch him. But they also pushed him back out. So he is literally standing in front of you right now again. He's trying to 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 gear up to punch your face. Just he's a little bit smaller, so he might not really um it might not really work out but he's trying to punch your face um what do you do i see him going for the punch i have to i have to punch him right back that's fair roll again all right a three and a six nice so yeah um he tries to punch you you punch him first. You see it coming and you just hook him. So he falls to the ground. Uh, he's knocked out pretty much. He's lost a big chunk of his cred with any e-girls that were around him. They are like they are just looking at him, raise an eyebrow, and continue working on their amazing exhibit. Um, what do you think he does? What do you want him to do? Uh, I think, but I think by this point, uh I think he would like sort of pick up that his hype squad is like he's lost the lost the support. So he's just like, okay, trying to start apologizing. Sorry, he just like starts saying sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, he's he won't, he won't say it. he's he won't say what he's apologizing for. He's just going to say sorry though. 
Yeah, so he's laying there like like uh, Greg is saying in chat with the spiral eye and the little the little ghost coming out of the mouth, and he, he can just mutter like mutter under his breath, like, "Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean it. Huh? You did your job. Took care of him." All right, and then the biggie will like, "Oh, I feel better now." And then she's like, then she's like, she, she turns around, and like. Sees all the others like, oh yeah, that problem. Can I punch Honoka. that problem away? Nah, no, nah, I can't do that. Honoka's she- so thirsty right now. So yeah, Rico, um, Hibiki responded to your exhibit being destroyed by punching a guy in the face. Gim, you walk up to the stand being completely empty, then Hibiki walking over to well, first Kathy, uh, Kathy walking over to a guy returning with her tail between her legs, then he beaking walking over to a guy, punching him in the face. Kim's holding this this tray of sample cupcakes to get, you know, Rico's input on them. And she just walks in into this total shit show of what's happening. You know, she ke- kind of keeps her head turning left to right, left to right to see if she can figure out what's going on. And then she sees somebody get hit she sees that Rico's upset. So she figures that, you know, the guy that just got hit was, you know, hitting Rico or maybe did something to Rico. So that's what she's going to approach and say, Hey, Rico, what happened here? Who that guy? Uh, That's Hinata. He, he stole my flowers. The ones that you had here with the photos with Kathy. Yes, exactly. He keeps stealing them to impress the girls and, I guess the e-girls over there just accepted it, knowing full well that they that he stole them, I'm sure. They're not his. He cannot take them. Yeah, I think Hibiki uh, took care of that. But he had a perfect alibi. Like, we have no proof that he actually stole them. I mean, I fully believe it, but... You know it was him, though, right? I mean, I'm convinced of it. That's kind of good enough for Gim to, to believe it. Like, yeah, you know what? You you got a good gut feeling. It's this guy. He's probably just a jerk. So she looks to Hibiki, who is, as Rico has just stated, that was basically standing up for Rico and their little booth that they're all working so hard towards. And she sets her tray of cupcakes down, pulls up the, the one that she's the most proud of. It's definitely the most symmetrical and neat, a little bigger than the rest of them. And she just kind of offers it to Hibiki and says, Hibiki, Thank you for helping Rico. And thank you for your kind message this morning. I see you, Hibiki. So <laughs> Hibiki will definitely accept the cupcake. And again, she will, again, she will just like look at him just like, what in the name of God are you talking about? But then she was just she was like, she was, so it's like, okay, I have to try to ask her a question. But like after tutoring Gim for a few Sessions. She was like, "Okay, I gotta, I gotta like." She has. You have to have to get past the the shell to talk to her to get to get answers out of her. So she has like she like bites a cupcake while she's trying to think of an answer. So, uh, uh, oh, this is very good. Uh, what was that response to the text I sent you? Oh, this morning I was making breakfast. I got your text that. Someone sees me in the world. Like, I am known. I am noticed. Someone cares for me. 
And I, I thought that was so nice. Thank you, Hibiki. I didn't know you were so nice. Are we all that hearing was... this? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to like hide this because I think like within the little circle, within the little like circle of the other girls, I think Hibiki's like so, like okay to like not whisper too quietly. So she's like, no, not not. I didn't mean like not like that, you idiot. You, I meant like when you're not yourself. People know about that. Oh, I mean, everyone get period. They get it. You get it. Rico get it. It's okay. No Can I take a stress it. from all this? <laughs> you always get my take on more stress. Because <laughs> I... Yeah, Gib is probably like like putting her hand on Hibiki's shoulder, like massaging it. Like, it's okay. Yes. So there's that closeness. And also the whole... I saw the text, but... I didn't see Kim's name on it, but now I'm seeing that uh, knowing what Hibiki sent earlier, or what the what uh, Rico sent earlier, and putting that together, I'm like kind of really freaking out internally, and like my eyes are probably doing the, like the big anime eye thing, so I'm taking a stress. Yep, there is a role coming up. So, uh, but let, let's see how this conversation uh, continues first. <laughs> No, no, not 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 the, not that thing. The other thing. The, okay, you know. getting very touchy feely. That was it. You only sent one text, right? And she pulls out her phone from her back pocket to see that she missed the second text. Oh, sorry, Hibiki. I was making you breakfast. I didn't check. <laughs> and again, Hibiki is just like mentally. It's just you're lucky. You're cute. Why is it so hard to get ideas into your head? Okay. When you change physically, when you grow the, she makes wiggly hand motions. Kim just looks down at her chest and says, oh, no, no, no. You don't worry. My mom's small, too. I'm never going to get big boobs. (laughs) At at this point, I think Hibiki is, like, looking over, like, Rico, just because I think she is, like, just at the others in general, just like help me with this. Help. Are you just are you going to out Kim in front of everyone here? Kathy is like, what is what does this mean? Like, what does this mean? Right, like he's not making she's not making any sense. So Kim's gonna take the cupcake from Hibiki and take the wrapper off and say, No, no, you look stressed, you look stressed here, and then like start feeding it to her. <laughs> I turn red. Hibiki's really into it. <laughs> Hibiki's just... <sighs> and then she just, like, walk over to, like, Rico and just... Uh, just sit sit down on the screen. Next to Rico, just be like, I don't... I, I give up. I, you, just... You talk. I, I'm, I'm done. You, you... Just, I'm done. Kathy's gonna kind of, like, try to read the room a little bit. Well, I know that Hanoka and Hibiki and Rico are all girls with a similar problem to me. But Gim, I mean, she's just that nice girl that sits next to me in class. I didn't, you know, and like as all this is like kind of going through Kathy's head, she's going to be like, girls, maybe we should talk about this somewhere more private. And she's going to kind of like motion for us all to go to like the girls room or to go outside or something like that. So we can just kind of like really just like get into this, you know? 
Okay. Hey, we go bathroom. You got to go in the pack. Now you got to go to the bathroom. You just, you got it. Um, but before you all head to the bathroom, I want to ask all of you to make a roll. Uh, let me go over what I have noted down. Um, Hanukkah gets a extra D6 for sure. Um, what, uh, I think I thought there was one more. Oh yeah, Rico gets a plus one, and I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm gonna give. Mm, I get into trouble. That tracks, um, or at least the sneaking part tracks. The dark internet stuff tracks, and the uh, the the spying tracks. So those are the the three that get an extra d six based on the skills. Let me know how many successes there are, because this is something that I'm going to not reveal until we have everything. Um, because otherwise, that's it. don't forget to add your stresses as well, by the way. Your stress dice keep on coming back. And just tell me how many five and six you have rolled. That helps me a lot. So I just, I just need to count successes. I'm trying to think if I should if Hibiki should have a stress die for, for this part. Just as well. I think by now you have failed to convince Gim about what you were trying to say. Uh, when in doubt, take a stress die. Okay, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Just I feel that that felt like a stress die. Just the whole sequence. So I can see that Gim has rolled one success. Then I'm going to do successes first. So Gim has one success. Rico has two successes. Uh, Kathy, is that two successes or just a two? That's just a two. Gotcha. No, sorry. So everybody who didn't roll any successes, add a stress die to your pool. Um, on top of that, we get three successes in total. I also have a success. You also have a success. So four successes in total. That doesn't drop the challenge rate, the challenge to zero just yet, but we are on our way. Cool. And I think that's also where we're going to cut it for now. And then we will see each other in the next episode. The bathroom. Want to find out more about the story? Join our Discord channel. The link is in the description.